0: welcome to the 301 podcast the interview podcast for the hottest up-and-coming entrepreneurs artists and creators real authentic and inspiring and here is your host marcus engel let's get it started in
1: 301 welcome back to the 301 podcast today we talked to amy kos she's an illustrator artist and teacher we talked about her journey and adventure to becoming an artist her first intimate painting that she drew And we will find out about the magic of her power portraits and illustrated intentions. The main goal of the 3 room podcast is always to inspire the people and also I think today we did. But with many inspiring journeys there also comes a certain hardship and also the journey of Emmy had some hardships in there and during the episode we talk a little bit about her depression that she had before she decided to become a freelancer. And I think while this is very very courageous of her to share those thoughts very openly I do want to highlight that we are not professionals. If you have any depressive thoughts, please see professional support in your country. For the Netherlands, you can reach out to the number 113 if you are searching for professionals to talk to you. Nevertheless, I think we recorded an amazing and inspiring episode and let's get this started in 3.01. And today we dive deep into the artistic world uh, with the independent artist, illustrator and teacher Amy Kos. <laughs>
0: Hi. Welcome
1: to the 301 (laughs) Podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm actually super happy because today you are the the second woman in the podcast. And after the World Women's Day Mm -hmm. and International Women's Day, I think it's quite nice. But before we get into all the cool topics that we're going to talk about today, Mm -hmm. maybe I'm going to give you the stage to quickly introduce yourself, who you are and what you do. Okay. Hi, my name is Emi Koos.
2: About four years ago, I started uh, working as an illustrator. I've been drawing my entire life, really. But I um, started studying um, to become um, a creative in the advertising world... uh, ...because I thought it would be smart to first understand how to be able to um, sell something... ...before I would, you know, try to sell myself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So that's uh, how I started out in the creative industry Um, and my last job... At ADCN, um, which is a club for creatives in advertising and design in the Netherlands, uh, my my job was to um, do interviews like you're doing now mm-hmm. um, <laughs> with creative people about their uh, process, about how they get inspired. Um, and while doing that, I realized, oh shit, I need to be on the other side of the table. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. So um, I I quit my job. I I just looked at all the things that make me happy, um, which is making things. Mm. I I make drawings, I I love to write. But I thought, okay, with um, the skills that I have and the network that I have, it's best to um, put my eggs in the basket for um, illustration. I thought that would be, yeah, the smartest thing to do. Mm. Um, So from that point, I just said, okay, I'm an illustrator now, guys.
0: (laughs) To so cool.
2: everyone I knew. Um, I would go to a lot of uh drinks, business drinks, um to to see people I knew and um to introduce myself as an illustrator. So that's how I got started. I um did a really big uh project with Design Bridge, um really cool company. Uh and that agency did the redesign of a packaging line. Um well the entire packaging actually Mm -hmm. um for wolford they make really fancy like stockings and tights Mm -hmm. and um they asked me to do illustrations for the packaging so that was kind of a big break for me i uh i love drawing women and the human body it just fascinates me Mm -hmm. Um, so to be able to do that for such a big client uh was like, yeah. It felt like okay. Now I I really am an illustrator yeah. <laughs> instead of faking it the whole yeah. time, um, and and that's how I how I got started. Um, but I keep developing myself. Back then, I still thought of myself as a freelance illustrator. Mm. But if you look at what I'm doing now, I'm more of an entrepreneur. Actually, um, I'm really running my business, and I um, I make up. New products all the time and services, and I sell them. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's a very different feel feeling from when I started out.
1: Mm super nice and also big shout out to a- uh, adcn because that's how i found you actually so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth it to, to, to do those uh, interviews there yeah. um do you still remember like as a child like we had to, like those those drawing books right that, that we that we got to like just color in in it and uh, make mm-hmm. it like with different colors yeah and um for me probably until now it's like super super hard to stay within the lines like i'm just not good at it why
2: would you why would you even try
1: yeah, but I mean that was probably <laughs> like the, the the main task. But but is that like um were you always like very talented, like from a very very early age with um like illustrations or like with the, not maybe illustrations too too far, but like just mm, drawing. like drawing and with the pencil.
2: Uh well no one gets born super talented, I think. Um, I I really believe that everyone is creative. Every single person is creative, whether that is with uh, drawing or writing or just thinking, making up new ideas, um, recipes. um, And, you know, my parents played a big role in uh, my development. In uh, yeah, (laughs) I mean, of course, duh, but uh, especially creatively, um, because even I think even before I could talk they would just sit me down and um tape a giant piece of paper to the to the floor and they would just give me paints and i would just go make things mm-hmm. <laughs> while right. i was still in diapers <laughs> um and well they did the same for my brother and he funnily enough he um oh i think he, he thinks he is not as creative as i am um but i think that's just because he um was less interested in in it than i was and i really um i really enjoyed myself um making things of course as a baby very abstract work um and my parents they would really encourage it and hang it on the wall um when i was three years old i think they put up an a giant painting on the wall um that i made and it was quite dark actually <laughs> <laughs> but it was i think like 2 by 3 meters maybe or mm. i don't know it was really huge so um that's a big encouragement for a child to get for your like creative yeah uh, endeavors um and of course i wasn't always good but you just keep doing it and when you put in the hours you become good and i was just trying to make make sense of the world and um i i remember once when i was really young still i was already making drawings of naked people
0: <laughs> yeah <Super interesting.
2: laughs> yeah and i remember one time that i was doing that and um my dad walked in and um he he looked at it and said oh yeah that, that's super cool but it's actually not anatomically correct because uh guys have testicles mm. <laughs> i didn't know yeah. i was i was a kid <laughs> i'm a girl myself so <laughs> i wouldn't know um so yeah that's that's something i i remember and i i i, I really i was open to their help mm. um but i was also very strong-willed um, in having my own vision for something that I was making. Mm. Um, if, if they had a certain idea and I wanted to do differently, then I, I would just do it my way and I would get really pissed if someone wanted to, um, well, make me color between the lines mm. as you first said
1: but, but what are your parents then like uh, working also in the creative industry because nah. it, th- that's so interesting because you um talk about it as a very like natural process or mm-hmm. <laughs> i think uh, first of all it would be quite nice to know like your brother what is he doing he
2: has his own company as well um but he is a contractor okay. um so he fixes up buildings yeah. yeah
1: because it's so interesting because you said like um no one no one gets born talented um, but I think still that you kind of had like the same um, like upbringing, like you developed in so many different directions. So I find it quite interesting. It is. Uh, first of all, that like your parents, like uh, from a very early age, like challenged you to be like create mm-hmm. uh, maybe not creative, but challenged you, g- gave you challenges to, to overcome yeah. wh- whatever like you do with it. Um, but um, it's uh, so interesting that they also that they are not in the creative industry or not like painters or whatever but they no. they kind of i mean my parents didn't like, <laughs> <laughs> we are like we had like we had complete uh, different things you know like they gave me like a ball and like play football or something like this
2: oh right yeah um no but i think my parents are like secret artists mm. um i think they really wanted to be artists and go to art school um or just have the courage to start making art themselves um but it was a different time, a different generation, and um, it just wasn't done. Um, for my grandparents, they, they thought it would be a really stupid idea, I think, <laughs> to yeah. go to art school or something. You had to learn a proper job. So that's what they did. And um, they, uh, they, they were both in, uh, in healthcare, mental health care, mm. all their lives.
1: And do you remember like that there was like a moment kind of when you like drew something and like someone else like complimented you like except maybe your parents and your relatives like was there like a moment that they you know that you can really think back and was like damn that's uh that's Mm. creative or that's a good drawing or that's cool lines or whatever.
2: Yeah maybe in middle school um but I don't know as a young kid growing up in the little village that I grew up in I felt like such an outsider um because I, I grew up on an island and my parents were not from there. So um, we were seen as overcomers mm. from the other side. <laughs> um and I yeah, I must have gotten some praise, but I, I never really uh yeah, I I don't remember a specific mm. moment, but I did go for my own projects and I, I got yeah, I got some some space um, at school as a kid. Like um, I kind of produced the the whole um, musical we did one Christmas, mm-hmm. and I uh, I even made uh, the whole sets and and my own clothes. And uh, yeah, it was a big big production mm-hmm. for a small kid, and so. Actually, anywhere that I would get some some room to be really creative, I would just take it, and um, yeah, regardless of what anyone would say, um, yeah, I think sometimes people would laugh at me, um, and and other times I would get praise, uh, yeah. But oh, oh, I do remember actually one of the first jobs you could say um, as a kid. I um, I would sometimes make drawings for other kids in my class. Mm. Um, like when you had to turn in um, a drawing of a parrot, then I would make three parrots, <laughs> one for myself and one for other people in yeah. my class and they would pay me. There. that's amazing <laughs> <laughs> yeah lunch money
1: <laughs> so you were an entrepreneur from like very early on <laughs> yeah yeah you, <laughs> you could say that there. yeah <laughs> and and how was school for you in general like is that um you, you just uh, I felt like an outsider yeah um is, is that i mean especially because like creativity and like maybe let's say like arts doesn't really play a important role i mean mm. it's more like the uh, general study subjects that are like pushed like math and language yeah. and, and, and whatever um yeah. how was school for you like was it difficult for you then to like be in school and like find kind of your like passion and like yeah
2: it, it was it was difficult at first it felt like like a hoop i i had to jump through in order to start my own life on my own terms um i well, i'm lucky i'm i'm a fast learner uh so it wasn't that difficult but i would yeah i would just stare out the window um most of the time and uh, since it was a really small school a small class we had two uh classes in in one classroom um we would share and so first we would get an explanation of what we had to do. And then the other class that was one year up would get, um, their assignment and I would listen to both because mm. I thought what the, the, the other year I was doing, I thought that would be much more interesting to do. Um, so I listened to both and then I would just stare out the window <laughs> for the longest time until I, uh, I really had to do something. Yeah. Um, and I would just do it. Um, yeah. I don't know some some things were really easy for me. I'm, I'm good with languages um, and math. Yeah, it was okay, but I just thought it was so stupid that you had to do like rows and rows of the same um, sums. And I thought, yeah, if I if I do five, I I have proven that I get the idea, right? Yeah. So why do I have to do it so many times more? Um, and I, I would just not do it because I thought it was stupid. Mm. <laughs> um, there was only one teacher that finally got me, um, and and what I was saying. Other other teachers would think I was just stupid and lazy. Mm. Um, yeah, well, I was lazy, but not that stupid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like every like every child in Yeah, school, yeah.
2: So um, there was this one teacher, and he said, "Okay, if you do." like three rows of these sums, then then that's fine and you don't have to do five or ten. Um, but you do, you cannot tell the other children. Yeah. <laughs> so that was our little secret. Nice. <laughs> yeah.
1: And did you know immediately after school, um, because I think then you went to the um, um, uh, advertisement school, right? Yeah. yeah did you yeah, know yeah. immediately after school, I'm going to go there? Like, was it like super clear or was it also something like a process that took you there no. to, to decide on it?
2: Well um it was pretty clear not really the advertising part but i just knew that i wanted to get away as fast as possible because i just wouldn't <laughs> it would kill me to stay any longer and i knew i wanted to go to art school mm. um and i would get, get in with just the, the havo degree and yeah I-, I went to um an open day at de koning academy uh, the place that I studied, and it immediately felt good. Mm. Um, but back then, I thought, I still thought I wanted to do illustration. Um, but during that day, it just didn't really speak to me. It's um, sure nice drawings, yeah. Um, but I, I missed the uh, conceptual part. That we were taught at in the advertising department mm-hmm. and that really that, that felt exciting like oh here i can learn something something new um so arrogant right for like a <laughs> 16 year old kid yeah. <laughs> but also very
1: determined right in the, at the same yeah, the same time that's as well. true
2: yeah 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 so i um i applied i um I was invited for an interview and um i got in and i, I was only 16 years old yeah. <laughs> yeah i was uh yeah i was i was just 17 when i started i was one of the youngest uh, people there and i didn't have any clue of what i was doing really but i guess that's that's a good thing because most times in art school when you start out they they first break you down and then they build you up again mm. but there was really nothing to break down with me i, I didn't know anything <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> The, that the, was the advantage and then um after that like you, you just said like you worked on a, a couple of jobs yeah um designed some some cool things with design bridge and then when when was um like the moment that you decided on like okay i'm gonna start like the freelance business and uh gonna go all yeah all, all in
2: that was before before design bridge that was my like big break as a as a freelancer um but I decided I think one and a half years before that project um, I well I was I was very depressed. <laughs> that was <laughs> my my big breaking point like I I need to do my own thing um, that that depression it wasn't just because I didn't like my work. there were a lot of things um, as is usually the case mm. um, but, To me, that really felt like, okay, I I cannot do what I have been doing this entire time. Um, I really tried hard (laughs) um, to to fit in, but it doesn't feel like me. Um, So I want to have more freedom and be my own boss and um, see if I can make it work. Uh, Yeah, that was in 2016 when I quit my job at ADCN. And I, I, I said on a roof terrace uh, with my my friend Anneli, um that, that's where i really made the decision and i i remember it clearly because it felt so freeing um to say yeah i'm, I'm just going to do this mm. I, it was so scary um and especially to do that when you are really unwell actually (laughs) looking back now i think oh poor girl why didn't you call in sick of course i did for for a couple of weeks but that really was not enough i was really depressed um so that's kind of crazy to want to start your own business mm. well yeah
1: that, that was actually my next question like, yeah <laughs> like <laughs> you're depressed like you're feeling really okay let's uh, start my freelance business I know. <laughs> let's uh, i mean of course something new can ver- be very liberating um or, and yeah. disclaimer not a lot of psychologists so talking uh but yeah i think it's a it's an interesting uh choice or interesting thing to like career path to to I take to, to start something up and very <laughs> and very like uh, encouraging for other people as well right
2: yeah i don't know i i would say kids don't don't try this at home <laughs> um it was good it felt really liberating but of course i was not in a- any condition to immediately start my own business mm. i first needed to heal myself a little bit um so while deciding, um, okay, I'm going to quit my job. I, um, at the same time, I booked, um, tickets to go to Thailand for about a month. And there I did a, um, Vipassana retreat of 12 days. And, um, yeah, that was so needed. Mm. Uh, It didn't really fix me, but it did create some, um, space between me and my thoughts and my feelings. Um, yeah it was a really intense one not the afterwards i i realized oh this is not the usual vipassana people do in 10 days um that's where you basically you meditate um from four o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. to 10 at night and then you sleep and um there's only two meals a day at six o'clock in the morning and 11 in the morning um and and the rest of the time you, you meditate
1: oh, that sounds intense
2: i know but that and, and then I did that for 12 days in the last 3 days I was not allowed to sleep or shower um, yes that, that's gross. crazy <laughs> but that was good for me because I already was crazy so hey yeah. <laughs> I needed a brainwash and I think the people there sensed that and gave me what I needed so um, yeah it was super intense but it was really good for me mm. and uh yeah. When I got home, it 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 really it took me more than half a year to even um go to the uh Chamber of Commerce and start my own business. Mm-hmm. Um and even when I did that, I was not really able to go do it yeah. uh, yet because I was still so sick. Um
1: and what was what was ultimately like the kind of like turning point that that it kind of like switched and
2: there was no such point i thought there was Mm. but then i i thought that a lot of times like okay now i'm better yeah now i can do this and and then one week later, I would think back or one month later, I would look back and say, oh, I was not better. (laughs) Like a little bit, but, uh, um, but by, by doing this again and again, um, I I just kept taking little steps in Mm. the right direction. And, um, yeah, I, uh, I, I just started drawing a lot first of all because it makes me happy and um when i make drawings i i don't think too much or it's just a very meditative way of being actually Mm. for me um and and i started making work that i like or i liked back then and um just sharing that with a lot of people and um everywhere i went I uh, I showed people my portfolio. I you know I I created an, an Instagram page, uh, a website, um, and I went to a lot of uh, well network events and I entered uh, portfolio competitions and there I I got really um, nice feedback and. Actually, yeah. One time I, I I won. There was a competition. And uh, yeah, one of the first ones I, I went to to show people my portfolio. And um, I don't know. I was really shy still back then about my uh, abilities. Mm. Um, so I only showed my work to one of the judges. Um, you, you could walk around and, and show your work to different people. And um, if, if enough of the judges thought you were... Um, the best then then you would win. Uh, I only showed my work to one of those guys that's um, some were ladies, but this one was a guy. and um, he was such a big fan that he said to the other people okay no, but she is the best and mm-hmm. <laughs> he showed my work around for me I did <laughs> and and I, I won uh, the title of best portfolio that oh, evening nice. so that that gave me a lot of confidence mm. uh, yeah
1: super nice and how how did your um like uh maybe close environment also react when you uh, like had the plan like oh i'm gonna go like a uh, freelance business because you also said in the beginning and yeah of course your parents like maybe try to like steer in a direction like or, or they also got steered in a direction of like learning something better than just mm-hmm. like i don't know an artist or something because how can you make money and like you know it's just drawing and like were they very supportive or also like your environment like your friends or did they say like oh emmy like i think maybe very should... supportive nice.
2: actually um but i have to say my parents at the time didn't realize i was going through uh that depression hmm. um I've, I've had different depressions actually before but uh by then they thought oh no she's fine by now and she can handle herself and they have really strong belief that i can do anything i can. <laughs> i feel um which is great mm. so i felt really supported but also yeah also worried to let let them down mm. um if, if someone thinks you can do anything then what if you can't if you try so that was h- kind of hard um and my my friends most of them especially back then are in the creative industry they they believed in me i think Mm. yeah i I didn't really get much of um negative feedback really no yeah super nice yeah
1: if you would have um uh you you said that you went to networking events and those kind of things if you would have to describe your artwork like how would you describe it
0: (sighs) okay (laughs)
2: um Oh, there's different ways I've uh, used to describe my work. But I think um, uh, very distinctive about my style is I I, I work with really clean lines. Um, Or not necessarily clean. I I love to use materials that are kind of rough and uh, ink that I don't have total control over. Um, But... And and I don't use a lot of lines. It's quite minimal, minimalist. Um, but I, I put them, I think, in the right place. Um, and I love drawing hands and feet, things that most people think are really, um, really hard to do. I think they are so expressive. Um, that I just love doing those. Mm. Um, not the easiest, but yeah, I think <laughs> I, I don't really always go for the easy way. Yeah. <laughs> um, that became already clear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I love color, especially when I started, I would uh, make lines with ink and then uh, digitalize those and um, make different blocks of, of colors uh, in, in combinations that I find beautiful. Mm. And uh and yeah, that combination of very graphic color blocks and those lines, that's that's very, um, yeah, me, mm. I think. But I must say in the last year, um, well, with Corona as well, um, I, I feel a need for more simplicity. So I've been making more line drawings uh, without going digital at all or just keeping it as a line, seeing, okay, how can I go more abstract? um while still you know being able to uh well that you can still see what what's what's going on mm. like it's a it's a fine line between figurative and um abstract I like people to 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 do some work mm. when they look at something uh and to have a d- different angle, different perspective um so, and and most times when people look at especially my paintings um I do paintings on commission and when people look at my paintings I um yeah sometimes they 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 just have to keep looking at it um and then they see more and more and more like oh oh is is this angle and oh that that's going on here
1: how did you find yourself as an as an artist and like your your style like is that a lot of like trial and error, or yeah. had you did you have like already kind of like a direction that you wanted to go?
2: Both, I think I I always, or yeah I I have quite a strong idea most times of what I want to do, um so I start doing that, but then there's always a point where something doesn't work exactly the way I planned it, and uh, it's very important to me to be open to those moments and to think okay but what does work or uh, can i do something different or oh maybe this wasn't the plan but it looks even better than i imagined um so i started out with with the lines i think yeah those have been there forever um that's yeah really distinct for my way of working Mm -hmm. um and most times i start with a pencil sketch and then i trace it with uh ink um And at first I would combine that with maybe watercolors or, um, and, and then I tried, uh, with, with photos, like photographs with those lines combined and how could that make an image? Um, yeah, I think that's how I started out in 2016. Um, and then in 2017, I, uh, you know, I, I love colors, so I, um, that's when I started working with more like big graphic color blocks in one color and 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 searching for different color combinations that really excite me and then mm. I would combine those um to see how that works yeah and and that's when I started experimenting with more abstraction as well. so yeah, I think that's that's yeah. how how we got to where we're now
1: um do you think you've found yourself already like as a no no
2: (laughs) (laughs) well i found myself where i was at a certain point i think you have to keep trying to find yourself where you're at and i personally strive to be changing all the time i don't want to be stuck uh, personally or uh, professionally um so you know when i change the things i make change as well that's I, that's
1: yeah. yeah it's important <laughs> i mean of course so yeah. important yeah.
2: yeah um and up until i think last year or two years ago um i was really just happy that i had Found my style, and that um, brands like Volfort, um, but also others uh, magazines, that they um, started to find me and like my style, and um, I could do more and more projects uh, as a freelancer. And then I, I started to have this that, that want to um, do something more than make just a pretty picture mm. to sell stockings. And, and I'm really, really grateful for that chance. And, and I'm still so proud when I see those in store. Um, but I feel like I have to uh, do more for, for people mm. uh, and not just for brands. And um, so how can I do something that's more meaningful and has more purpose uh, to actual people? Mm. Um, and that's something, that's a question I still hadn't answered until like last year uh the first lockdown was when i really still saw that as a big question mark and i I didn't know what to do but i had a feeling that it would come to me um and that's when i started teaching um i started teaching at two academies Uh, one is academia artemis and um also b academy and both of those are schools for um, uh, people who aspire to be a stylist. Mm. Most of them become stylists. And, um, and yeah, it, it was really a lot of fun to be working with groups because I, I knew that I probably want to work with groups, but I didn't know how yet. And um, if, if I could do it, I didn't have the confidence in myself yet. Um, so it was easier to start out like with teaching people how to draw um, and and yeah, like with a with a fixed cu- curriculum, a fixed mm. task of them uh, to to learn um, but that's that's not actually my goal, I think, but it was it was one stepping stone in gaining confidence and seeing oh this is something I can do and how I can add something to uh, a person's life and mm. their their state of mind um i can i can help them find their own path and i can help them express themselves and feel feel free doing that yeah. um so that's one of the things that came to me last year um one other is that uh, a person i know asked me to uh make a portrait of her nude so she wanted to pose naked for me um and I've I've done model drawing a lot before I mean in art school but also later on I make studies um but this time it was so clear to me um that the process of taking her clothes off and having me look at her like that was so much dedication and respect and love with no judgment at all without wanting anything from her that was really um healing i mm. think um uh, that was so powerful i did not expect that to happen and she didn't either i think um but yeah that's it's, it's such an intimate thing um and i think when you do something vulnerable in in a safe space that that can be really uh make you feel way more free and powerful and yeah Mm. like you can do anything so when i discovered that i thought "Ooh, here i'm onto something
1: perfect transition i think to the next question i mean it's a little bit a combination of like the different parts right like you you like to draw bodies like from a very early (laughs) age onwards like you had like you have a a, um, a really kind of um an eye for like feet and for hands which are nude anyways like a lot of times like hands yeah, for example Like that's <laughs> true. Um, which is also very interesting i think um, and then you uh, said you are an entrepreneur and you launch different products and services and one of them is um, power portraits yeah and that's a little bit like what you what you talked about like
2: that's exactly what i was talking about yeah yeah um power portraits is where um well people book me um to make um, a portrait of them in the nude. They, um, come to my, my home studio and, um, and, and take off their clothes basically. And I, I make a drawing of them. Um, I think looking from the outside in, that's what you think is going on, but actually it's not as much about the, the end result of, uh, a painting or a drawing of your you and your naked body um but it's more about the process that takes place while we are doing that mm. um and now that i've i've done um yeah some of those <laughs> like I, I started this a uh, couple of months ago and um more and more people are interested so i'm really ex- happy and delighted to, to see that it's, it's working out people most people who book a power portrait with me um are on are in a very important transition in their life most times they they have a really um important personal reason to want to do this so um yeah
1: is it like always oh, the same kind of people like that or is it like completely different people from all different life stages or different life decisions or can you now see a little bit that is like uh this is the kind of stage where they kind of need this kind of um challenge maybe
2: yeah i it, it's mostly women um in their 30s Interesting. um yeah yeah and and most of them um they they decide that they need this because they um, have decided that they are going to choose for themselves themselves over um well other people mm. and their opinions or um so yeah it's, it's very it's it's all women who make a very brave decision um or have already done so I want to celebrate that mm. um so uh people um sit down for me and and they start talking about breakups or about something um uh, they have gone through with their body like mm. um that they have cured from a disease or um, uh, yeah, they they are still in the process of um recovering from an eating disorder, for mm. instance, um, or they, um, have have a scar, or or they are just so damn proud of, you know, of of their body and what it does for them, mm-hmm. um, and they want to honor that.
1: Yeah, super and beautiful.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm just so grateful to to be doing this with them. It's um so rewarding. Mm.
1: Have you also been on the other side, like not the drawing yeah. part?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like as a model. Yeah yeah i have
1: (laughs) did did that happen before or after that you you started that
2: um after well i've I've done it once before but that was not with someone that i didn't know already Mm. so it's not entirely the same i think Mm. um as with my clients um no that that only happened after i had begun doing power portraits Mm. um yeah last time was with, uh, Stella Molinar. Um, she's, she's a fellow illustrator. Um, and, and she also, uh, draws a lot of, um, female bodies and, uh, I, I'm so in awe of her. Um, and, and I, I think it's the, the, the most amazing thing about her is that she, um, she allows herself and her style to to change, and um, she started out doing a lot of fashion stuff and uh, drawing portraits of people uh, at events with a very distinct style. Um, and now she is m- drawing more bodies like mm. like I do in 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 her own way, of course. So that yeah, that that's really cool. And um, yeah, it's it's so fun to be to be doing projects with her Mm. um because i remember when i was starting out uh, or when i wanted to become an illustrator um i wrote her name down on a list of people that i looked up to back then
1: Mm. and then all of a sudden you are in one studio together working together
2: yeah and she she did a power portrait with me as well um so yeah that's really really nice a few weeks ago we um we took turns drawing each other, mm-hmm. and um, there was a photographer, Michelle Oreo, uh, and I, also amazing work. I, I love her work, um, and and she uh, she took pictures of us.
1: So. Oh, wow! Yeah, <laughs> <So> it was like <laughs> in- Inception. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like drawing after drawing, and the the picture taken. Wow, amazing! Why do you think it's like um, being nude um, and nakedness uh, still such a, a big taboo in our uh, society that is like do you think it's more like a regulatory thing that um i mean of course in instagram like uh, if you see nipples then it gets taken off and Mm -hmm. but do you think like maybe like why do you think it's like there's still such a taboo like around that be like being naked even though it's completely normal
2: Mm, i think it has to do with um Objectifying and making a body sexual. Mm. Um, I mean, a naked body is not the same as as something sexual. It's just a naked body. We all have one <laughs> underneath yeah. our clothes, and um, and and right now we're just sitting at a table and nothing sexual about it, right? So, um, but suddenly when you remove the clothes, then then it's supposedly sexual. I think that's that's so, so weird, actually. Um, to to th- yeah, think of bodies mm. like that. <laughs> yeah, and and the nipple like that when 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 it's it's your nipple, it's just a nipple, and with my nipple, it's it's something forbidden.
0: Yeah, take it <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, so that's so strange to me. Um, so it has to do with sex, but also probably power. Mm. Um, yeah. I don't know actually i don't really think about the 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 theories that much mm. um i more feel think about how i feel
1: like why why should someone do like a, a power portrait uh, with you or m- maybe not only the power portrait also like one thing that i, I really like personally is the illustrated intention mm. i think that is also super cool uh, maybe you can first explain what it is and then i will ask another question
0: <laughs> okay <laughs>
2: Okay, so Illustrated Intentions um, is another service or product that I offer. It's where I um, I make an illustration of your intention, and your intention is something that you want to do for yourself. Like one gift you can give yourself. Um, so yeah, it's like you, you have an idea. Um, maybe uh, people, some people have good intentions starting the new year um new year new you um you want to make your life in yourself better um and how can you do that maybe you want to quit smoking or maybe you just want to be kinder to yourself um so that that those can be intentions um so people people come to me with their intention and i um sometimes i i ask some questions um most times i i meditate a little bit on on what they want because sometimes they have an idea of what they want but then there's some more layers beneath that Mm. um for instance someone said they uh just want to mm, be outside more and take their time um to do things for themselves and, um, to eat well, like a a bunch of different things, Mm. uh, that all come down to looking after yourself and I thought, okay, okay, good. But why isn't, isn't that happening yet? Why aren't you taking good care of yourself? Oh, probably because you are taking care of somebody else or your, your whole family, um, and you put them first Mm. instead of yourself uh and i mean if you never um and give yourself what you need and you just keep giving giving other people what they need um it 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 feels good at first but in the end you will run out of energy um so yeah that's something i wrote down for her Mm. and and i made made an illustration to um yeah to illustrate that feeling of of being there for yourself first um and this one client she she did not expect it to go that deep (laughs) so she she cried um when i handed it to her Mm.
1: um and what i really like about it is that you get like something like tangible like i mean Mm -hmm. you talk a lot but then you get something tangible and then you can hang it up for yourself as like a constant reminder of like okay yeah this uh, shouldn't happen or this should happen more often or whatever and that that i find really really cool
2: exactly that's that's really when the work begins Mm. because um you can have a good intention all you want but if you don't act on it then it will be for nothing Mm. so i create something um they can hang on the wall or someplace they, they look at every day um and be reminded of the thing they can do for themselves. Mm. It's like, you know, people put put an inspirational quote or something on on a it and stick it stick it on their mirror or their laptop or it's something like that, but more beautiful.
1: Mm. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, when do you feel like truly like yourself? Like, is there is there anything that you like do that you I don't know that you just love it? Like, it's like that. This is exactly like my my gem.
0: Oh
2: yeah. Uh, so many things. I, I love to dance. Um, and I write a lot, um, especially when I'm very emotional. Um, I, I just do some free writing exercises and I, um, I make poems of what I write and those poems become songs. Um, and I, yeah, I love to sing and dance and, um, yeah make drawings of course (laughs) i I still do that for myself sometimes um where they don't have to be pretty um and i I love cooking and making up new recipes and um sex
1: (laughs) (laughs) when was the last time that you you gave yourself a compliment
2: Mm, i think today
1: wow (laughs) (laughs) that doesn't happen a lot after this question no no Oh yeah, a lot of people have to think a long time, like oh, compliment. I don't know, like,
2: or you gave yourself a compliment. Yeah, no, I think that happened today because I, I'm, I'm really proud of um, where I am now, how far I've come, Um, and to give myself time and space to, uh, to do nothing. Well. Of course, I'm not doing nothing, but mm. it, I, I think, I, I yeah, I, I sometimes think, oh, it, it looks like I'm doing nothing right now, or someone would perceive it as just lazing around. But I have started to look at the doing nothing as a part of my work because I cannot be super productive all the time. I'm someone who works in bursts of productivity, and. Um, yeah it it would not work to to try to do that all the time you would burn out so um the the taking time for myself uh is yeah it's actually kind of a brave thing to do in this uh society we're in right yeah (laughs) and um and and i'm getting really good at it
1: Nice, super super cool i I didn't expect that answer actually Um, but what did you think no i think i mean in general i think the um um, as you said like the society is not made for um complimenting yourself it's either made of like not complimenting your like at all like anyone then first step is complimenting someone else for like something they did good and and whatever what like i think the the way what they do is doesn't matter um but, like complimenting yourself is like not really like on the agenda, it's not really like mm, you have to do it yourself sometimes you even like a lot of people feel bad when they do something good, right, like it's complete normal emotion. like, oh, I did a good job, but yeah, maybe i don't didn- don't deserve it or something like this, yeah, so you know like to really own it and really say like, "Wow, like, I fucking crushed this like this i am really good at mm-hmm. not a lot of people do that, and I think uh, that should be way like reinforced uh, way 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 more often,
2: yeah. I think everyone should take example and (laughs) (laughs) give yourself a compliment every day or more. Like uh, uh, at the end of the day, think of 10 things you did really well. Mm. And uh, that way will become more easier and easier. Um, And it can be really little things, Mm. of course. Um, But it's so important to, to feel good. You, you you start to do better things as well when you feel good so
1: yeah is there anything that uh, helped you like th- to overcome that whole um, corona um pan- <laughs> pandemic like <laughs> um, that really got you through it it was like f- thank god
2: you know it, it wasn't that big of a change of course yeah socially um but i already work from home um so it's not that big of an adjustment Mm. to to suddenly start working from home (laughs) (laughs) because i already did oh yeah okay if i if i have to say one thing that really got me through is um my boyfriend Mm. my relationship and we um we started casually seeing each other in i think end of october 2019 Mm -hmm. um so perfect timing that we got We got to know each other before this whole thing started Mm. um in in a normal world we we got to know each other um but then when corona hit things got more serious i think we we would have been in our love bubble anyways Mm. um but yeah nice coincidence that it um was in the the same time (laughs) that everyone had to be in their own bubble exactly
1: and (laughs) it's difficult to meet anyone (laughs) yes yes um what do you think is like the or uh, maybe not the the ingredient but uh, are the ingredients for a happy and fulfilled life
2: (laughs) big question much happy and fulfilled life Mm -hmm.
1: um i
2: think i think authenticity is the biggest ingredient is being true and honest to yourself Mm. um like what? What is really look at what is really important to you? What makes you happy, but also at what makes you really sad, and do something about that for yourself and for other people. I think in the end we are all here to help others, um, and if you help people, then uh, you'll be more happy, um, especially when you do it doing something that makes you happy and doesn't make you um run out of energy Mm. so yeah the only way to do that is by staying true to yourself and i mean it's, it's hard to even know yourself so i think step number one is maybe get to know yourself better um by just looking yourself in the eye and um not running away from difficult emotions um and it's really hard to do that work the the inner work um that takes but it's so worth it Mm. because i mean you can you can run and you can hide but you will always bring yourself along so (laughs) there's no no running from your yourself and your emotions yeah
1: definitely is is there still anything that you try to prove you to yourself
2: that i try to prove to myself mm yeah probably i i tried to let go of of uh of that but of course i mean i i want to um i wanted to prove that i could be um an entrepreneur and before that a freelance artist um that, that was something that i had to prove to myself um and and now to to be a successful one <laughs> <laughs> but um i think that's really funny the the idea of, of being successful uh, you have to be careful that it's it's not like a carrot that that keeps dangling before your nose mm. and that you can never reach because when you reach a certain point you always want to go further um which is just a, a recipe for for unhappiness. Mm. Um so I try to um yeah be be not focused on on success uh as much especially not in in comparing myself to to others. Um that will just you know mortify me and and um yeah I won't be able to to get there anyways when mm. I would just keep focusing on what other people are doing. Um so I just try to keep it to myself, okay, what what do I think is important and and uh, what is my definition of success? I think I'm actually pretty success successful anyway,. For now. Sure. I mean, yeah, Definitely, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because i'm I'm living life on my own terms. i'm I'm free. Mm. I got myself free. Um, and i'm helping other people get free in in expressing themselves but also being free of um, um, of any limiting beliefs they have about themselves and their
1: body and that's also i think a very cool um like mission right like i mean um, sometimes you start something and um Sometimes you sometimes when you get reminded like why you started like it's a complete different goal than like that you sometimes try to chase in that moment right yeah. so if someone would have told you like i don't know maybe 6 months ago or 8 months ago that someone would start to cry in uh, in a power portrait session or whatever uh, and completely not expecting what you what they would get out of it then mm-hmm. you would say like oh that's actually why i wanted to do that like to get this emotion yeah. while I don't know. Now you would like, oh, I need to maybe book ten appointments or something, or you know, maybe I need to do more. Mm-hmm. While it's not about like the volume, but it's about the one person that uh, maybe their like yeah. s- switch like uh, changed. Of like, oh, nice! Uh, now I can do this, or now I don't have to be ashamed of that anymore because of you. So that's really cool to do. Yeah. Um, w- what does the future look like for you? Like, what are what are the next steps? Um, what what do you like to achieve? What do you like to do in in the upcoming future
2: i have a plan um okay i will continue doing the the power portraits especially Mm. because they're so much fun also illustrated intentions um okay so those products i will keep doing um i want to focus more on uh, my workshops i um last year i was teaching a lot to become more confident in uh doing group work um But now I'm developing my own, um, program of workshops, um, that's designed to, um, help people do deeper inner work by making creative things Mm. like making art. Um, and, and that's, yeah, I, I just give them the tools that I have, um, made my own and, uh, while, while recovering myself, um things that i i I started doing to feel better and to express myself um so helping people do that Mm. through workshops um is is a new chapter for me um i've already started doing some uh, at companies like we transfer so um, i want to continue that it's really cool to um well from from companies like we transfer to have um, a budget for their employees' mental health and um, yeah I, I I love being a part of that but I also want to um, offer these kind of workshops to the public so that's my next step mm. and I um, well I make my own free work that I make for myself and I uh, I sell those on my web shop but I want to start um doing that less and moving to a um a collaboration format with like a a bigger poster company Mm. um that has its own platform um so i can make that more of um a a passive way of getting some money
1: yeah, <laughs> wow, yeah. A, that's a long list like but it's amazing i think it's so, it's so <laughs> nice that you like have so many plans and like so many things that you want to push and that you're not like just happy with like the things that you're doing but you have so many like oh you, nice plans this is are. this
2: is just a short list <laughs> that's a short list yeah <laughs> that, that,
1: that's only what happening next week <laughs> <laughs>
2: no 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 like i i wish i i could do this in a week um but i think that's what i want to focus on this year mm. um, and i have so many different uh, plans but there's only so many things you can do at the same time while doing a good job mm. so i want to focus on these first and later i would love to uh, when we are allowed to travel again to um, go to uh, different countries and do arts residency programs Mm. uh, there and and more collaborations with brands yeah i would love doing that
1: so a lot more to come (laughs)
2: definitely
1: (laughs) super nice i yeah i think F- amazing podcast i think we learned uh, a lot today about emmy uh, i think <laughs> not only that you were talented from the start <laughs> even though that you say like that you're not born with <laughs> a talent i do think there's like some truth to it that you are um and uh, yeah i think very cool how you pulled through uh, through all the hardships that you that you had and experienced that that mm. you're here with the version that you're here today i think that's very cool to to see
2: i'm here because of that yeah i really feel I'm i'm so grateful that i i had such a hard time <laughs> yeah of course
1: yeah Yeah. i had uh two weeks ago at no last week um no two, yeah two weeks ago i had uh, a gym teacher like um, a boxing teacher in the in the podcast and he said um oh, now i have to quote um resistance makes stronger uh individuals and mm-hmm. i really really like this this quote because i think it's so powerful and so true that like the yeah. hardship is a lot of times like the 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 seed for like uh, also like to to grow and to to like uh, do something and it of course very cliche but uh, it is yeah. very very true so yeah thanks a lot for for like your insights um I think also very cool that you have like so many cool products um and my personal uh, um like favorite sentence is when you said like I'm free but I'm also helping others to become free and I think that's also true like that your work is like really freeing and Uh, For the future. There are a lot of things lined up. We just heard. (laughs) And uh, before we end the podcast. I always have uh, three final questions. To every guest. Um, The first one is. What are you not very good at right now. And you want to become better at.
2: Um, I want to become better. At. Oh so many things. Okay. I I want to. um, Become better at. um, Being visible um online i think it it, uh, i'm doing an okay job but it it takes um some energy to do it and i want it to become a more natural progress um process Mm. uh well being here is is a first step (laughs) (laughs) it's a step uh, along the way of uh going more visible yeah so i'm getting i'm definitely getting there so you're working already on it (laughs) perfect (laughs)
1: um the next uh, question which title would you give this chapter of your life
2: oh damn that's a good question Uh, it it feels like i'm um I, i found a path that works for me and i'm now i have to just continue walking
1: so continue walking or to be continued to be continued
2: (laughs) doing the work is yeah
1: (laughs) okay i will pick one of them (laughs) okay (laughs) and uh, the last question if you could send a sms uh, to every mobile phone in the world what would you say i love you i love you nice but we, we already had that really yeah like Shit. We, so i we can't take it
2: i'll just keep the same answer sorry <laughs> okay perfect
1: <laughs> we, we will stick with that uh yeah thanks a lot for for everything i think it was a super interesting podcast and um, thank you so much thanks for your time and uh, really curious what will happen next Thank you so much for listening to the thrill Podcast. And I think in this episode we needed some in and some minutes to get to know each other. But then we had, I think, a really, really nice talk about creativity, about arts and about her power portraits and illustrated intentions. So I think it was super cool to see how hard she had to fight um, herself and um, to help herself first. But now she helps others and she teaches others to find themselves and find themselves, for example, through the power portraits. I think that's uh, just amazing and um, really a good example maybe uh, how tables can turn and uh, how fast things can develop and before you needed help and then you help others uh, to find themselves. So I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. And if you did, don't forget to subscribe to the 3 One podcast. I would really appreciate this. And we are back with a new episode next week. Talk to you then. Yours truly, Marcus.